Welcome to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern, the radio show for entrepreneurs and business owners, leaders and dreamers. Learn more at newsradioklbj.com and onemanbrandradio.com. Now, here's Ray. Yes, indeed. This is One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ. Thanks so much for getting up early, making this part of your Saturday morning routine. I am Ray Sagern, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. We always enjoy doing the radio show for entrepreneurs, for business owners and CEOs, managers and leaders, and all of you out there who've decided to become your own boss. I have a couple of fantastic guests lined up today, two of my favorite people in the whole world, both of whom call Austin home. And as we celebrate the entrepreneurial spirit here in Austin, it makes more sense to me to Shine the spotlight on more of those Austin entrepreneurs, and we got a couple of doozies today. In the second half of the show, going to be joined by my good friend Nick Flanagan, who is the CEO of Infinity Mortgage here in Austin, sharing some of his insights and secrets of leadership and entrepreneurship. And then in this first half of the show, we're just going to dive right in. He is a New York Times bestselling author and widely recognized as a thought leader in internet marketing and conversion. And he also brings a little bit of Brooklyn swagger to the Crestview Brentwood neighborhood here in Austin. I'm talking about Jeffrey Eisenberg. Jeff, welcome to the show. Brooklyn swagger. Um, have you seen me walking around the park? Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> now, Jeff, I wasn't talking about like you were pulling a John Travolta, you know, in Saturday Night Fever or anything. I guess you and your brother are kind of known as New York guys, and you live in Austin. I guess that's all I was getting at, really. Hey, so, so let's just dive right into this, Jeff. You and your brother, Brian, are, are famous around the world for being early thought leaders in, in internet marketing and conversion, and you guys are back with a new deal. You're all, you guys are always have something going on, but I want, to, I want you to tell me a little bit about Buyer Legends. BuyerLegends.com is your thing. Tell us what it's all about. So, so it, it's interesting. We're writing the follow-on book, so some of the ideas are obviously going to bleed over, but let me, let me summarize it as quickly as possible. So what, what a Buyer Legend is is a story. And that sounds kind of unremarkable because we all, as human beings, we tell stories. It's how we communicate. It's why we remember um, the television show we watched 30 years ago better than we remember the, the, the class that we took, right? So what we're really talking about in Buyer Legends are, what are the stories that customers would tell about their experience with you? And that, that's become super important in this hyper-connected world, right? I mean, you know, every, every business owner I know is worried about Yelp and Facebook and, and, and um, you know, uh, online competitors and, and, you know, the availability of, you know, for customers to be able to research and look at things so much more carefully than they could before. And so what we... What we started teaching people was something really simple, was how to step away from themselves, right? We all inside of our businesses want to tell a story about us. Uh And guess what? Nobody cares about us. Like, you know, nobody cares about Jeff Eisenberg. Nobody cares about Ray Sagarin except for Jeff Eisenberg and Ray Sagarin and and in that order. Uh, Yeah, I love it, Jeff. It's that old what's in it for me and, you know, speak to the dog in the language of the dog about what matters to the dog. And what the dog cares about is how it impacts them. And so what we do is we teach people how to step outside of themselves and take a perspective outside of their own and build a story that's a stronger story about their business. And I know that 
lots of marketers talk about storytelling. And storytelling is great, but if you're telling a story and it isn't congruent with what customers experience, then you're just a liar. You know, you may not be intending to be a liar, but that's actually what you're seen as. And so what we do is try and marry that up. And in this process of telling the story, we discover all sorts of opportunities that are, that, that, that are easily fixable sometimes, sometimes not so easily fixable. But often they're something like, um, I'll give you a very specific example. Um, we were working with a client the other day. We, we went out and we were doing some customer work. Um, I actually went on one of their, their, their home services companies. I went out on one of their trucks, went to go see what they're doing, and they are so proud of the fact that they have uniforms. They have a shirt. They require people wear blue pants. And I'm looking at what's going on, and I've been out there for a while, and I've noticed that some of the people showed up that morning, and their blue pants have paint stains on them. Now, that's not the story that they're actually telling, but the actual experience that customers have and when they talk about a uniform, and by the way, this is not a painting company, right? So when they're saying we show up in a uniform, but then the person shows up and they only show up with, with pants with a stain on them. Now, I brought this to the attention of the business owner who kind of sort of noticed, like he didn't not notice the stains. So he said, like, what, what can I do about it, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a dirty job. And I said, well, you know, I understand that the problem, why the problem exists, I said, but you know, for most of these guys, it's a question of not being able to have enough of these uniform-like pants and keep them clean. And he says, oh, we could solve that. Why don't we just buy them pants? I was like, that's what I'm asking you. So it was a simple fix, which is, hey, for the price of two more pairs of work pants per worker, right? they'll always go out in something that looks much more like a uniform. Now, I, 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 I know that that sounds easy, uncomplicated, but it wasn't until I told the story from the point of view of the customer and said, hey, I identified you as a liar, right? Like, like I was disappointed. You walked in and then they got it, right? Internally, it looked like a, like a different kind of problem, right? Like, what do I do about the guys? What kind of Once it was in the customer's uh, point of view, the business owner knew exactly what to do about it. This wasn't an expensive fix, but it was a very necessary one. Jeff Eisenberg is my guest during this segment of One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ. Jeff, it reminds me, you and Brian developed this tool. What was that a few years back? And it, it would it would analyze your your ad copy and so that you didn't wee wee all over yourself, if I remember correctly. We basically had um, a copy analyzer, right, where you could put in copy on a website at one point, and you could actually see how many times you talked about you versus them, and we called it a wee wee calculator. Um, so yeah, you don't want to we we all over yourself. Look, what's changed basically fundamentally in human nature? Nothing. What's changed practically for business owners um, is that the stuff that we were really excited about in 2002, 2003, 2004, right, I just remember doing this, um, we, we became really well known in the online world. And, and funny enough, we, we, we've taken um, at least a step back from that world and we're much more in the world of owner-operated businesses. Um, but the, the, the very main thing that we were excited about were all the changes that were going to happen. Well, they're here. And so, um, you know, we're talking about hyper-connected customers. And so um, the idea that you, can, that, that you can 
disguise yourself that that people don't know about you that that you can that, that you can sell something without your competitors knowing your price you can sell something without people knowing them the whole um, we won't talk about price until we've exposed value all that kind of nonsense that we were kind of incensed about in the early 2000s and and um, made our online customers tons of money to, by getting them to adopt them well these days that's all mainstream stuff right and what we're seeing is that business owners where we who we love much more than a lot of these big online companies i mean we've worked with companies like um, google and ge and overstock and i mean you know big big players and what's frustrating about that is um, even in cases where you make companies millions even hundreds of millions and more okay of absolutely identifiable income there's other things at play besides money. And I know that that's shocking, but it shouldn't be, right? It's people's careers. It's their jobs. They don't own the company. And so when you deal with an owner-operator, right, then you know that what they actually care about for the most part is money. You know, there's obviously always ego and other things involved. But if you make a case for them to really make a lot of money and fix their business, they do it and they care about it. Um, they're not as likely to just say, hey, that's not going to be an issue because I'm not going to be around here three years from now. One Man Brand Radio is live on News Radio KLBJ. Got to take a quick little break, but we'll be back to continue our conversation with Jeffrey Eisenberg, buyerlegends.com. It's a fascinating conversation, and we will pick it up next. When One Man Brand Radio continues here on News Radio KLBJ. 